0: on 630 Chad.
1: All right, what do you have in front of you there?
0: I've got couple mortified.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, couple mortified after their dog. This is from the big blue folder of stories which we often do on uh, Fridays. Couple mortified after the dog rip o- rips open neighbor's parcel and finds their sex toy. Uh, this is one of those situations where the people who own the dog are actually <laughs> dog trainers, <laughs> which is funny.
1: So the delivery was made. She's like, oh, it's for the neighbors. I'm going to tuck it behind the door and I'll drop it off later. Yes. They leave. They come home and their six-month-old puppy
0: is playing what he <laughs> believes to be a big pink bone. A big yeah, chew toy. That's exactly right. And at that point, like she knows whose it is, because it's on the names. On it. <laughs> yeah, I was delivered to the neighbor, so she doesn't want to just pretend it didn't happen. Ah. So she has to take it over to the neighbor's house and apologize that uh, while well, my dog got into the package, I'm really sorry, but here's your <laughs> item.
1: The guy, so there's a couple, so the guy's a dog trainer. She's a, a groomer. <laughs> he he roped the area off like a crime scene. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't want to touch you. He's just like, just get her over here. Get her over here. Can you imagine? Anyway. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, we sometimes get things dropped off at our house for our neighbors, but, you know, we had a cat pee on one box one time. That's also kind of, like, you hope it's well wrapped inside. Mm. I think it was oranges be honest Arn- with you. Arn- yeah, he gets fruit delivered. I, really? Yeah, I think somebody gave it to him as a gift a couple of years ago, one of those monthly oh. or weekly or whatever. He gets fruit, he gets uh, vegetables, like, and they're big boxes yeah. of them. And um, yeah, we took him in because it was cold out and I was afraid the oranges would, you know, whatever. And yeah, cat peed on him. Well, Cats don't like anything new. They like uh, to, okay, you know, I'm willing to have that box there, but I'm just going to... That's
1: why, you know, yeah. dogs are better. Talking about dogs... Yeah.
0: Neighbours. Angry Resident Films Himself. Is that one? Yeah. That's so funny. We didn't coordinate well, this at all. And but. well,
1: here's the thing. And think about it where you live right now. was your head home this afternoon? Yep. And you think about your neighbours or the neighbourhood that you live in, and you see people, people walking their dogs, or maybe it's their cats they let out, and yep. and they do their business, and people don't pick, uh, pick it up. And don't you do, you do this as well? It drives me nuts. You know, we always
0: picked up after yep. Jack. Always. And I liked it better when the community areas had the bags right there. But we we had a thing that went uh, in a little toy fire hydrant and it was attached to his collar. So we always had bags, right? But don't you do this. When I see someone walking a dog, I sort of keep an eye on it. If I'm out on my porch or driving... To see, okay, are you going to pick that yeah. up? Oh, or yeah. absolutely. You know, absolutely. So here's what happened: they have this uh, communal green space. You know, one of those areas where all the neighbors can plant whatever gardens they'd like, and a dog has been doing uh, his business doing his business on the lawn. The owner has not been uh, picking up afterwards to the point where the the uh, committee that runs the communal area. Has put out a notification saying, "Look, if you're not going to clean up after your dogs, dogs are going to be banned from the communal area." So there is a responsible dog owner who likes to take his dog there when he gardens, and he doesn't want to be uh, penalized for the actions or inactions of his neighbors. So he and determines, he was, and he was worried about
1: losing his dog. Yes, uh, because there was th- there, there was, was talk a, there of was banning, banning dogs. Of, yeah, yeah, you're going to lose possibly not right. be able to keep your dog. Do you
0: know what these condo associations yeah. could be like? They have, they're also powerful. So he determines whose dog it is that's doing it, where the guy lives, and what he does is he waits for the dog to, uh, to do his business in a couple of places, two, three, four places. He bags it up and shoves it through the guy's mailbox and videotapes the entire thing for all to see in a video that's now, of course, gone viral. And uh, he said, what I've done is justified. It doesn't make me feel good. But if I get my dog taken away through that man's actions, I would be (laughs) devastated. (laughs) Gee, you, man, just shoving it through that little slot, hey? There you go. Bag. With a note saying you left this.
1: You know, um, but that opens up, you know, that that opens up a big old can of uh, worms when you start talking about, you know, neighbors and... great neighbors Mm -hmm. and not so great neighbors. We're lucky we have some really, really great neighbors, but I have, you know, lived in places where the the neighbors have been... um challenging. Yeah. Or maybe they thought that same of me. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you have, especially if you have animals or, um, you know, if they're, if they're noisy, if they're doing their business in someone's lawn and you don't like it, or the cats are in your flower bed, yeah. all that stuff, uh, they borrow something, they don't give it back, whatever it is, steal from you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, it's funny, uh, when you
0: said a moment ago, maybe I was the neighbor, right? Um, I've learned over the years, and you know I've got one neighbor that's trouble, and but the rest of my neighbors are really good. And But we've had incidents of, I wouldn't say trouble, but inconvenience over the years of living in Twilliger. Um There's a house down the street from us across the street that uh, the mom goes away half the year, and the 20-ish uh, mm-hmm. sons hold these massive parties all the time, and they do them well into the night, They they or they used to. They would discard beer cans and beer bottles on the street. They'd wander around at night. Having loud fights as somebody was breaking up with somebody else. And it was just a nuisance, right? Um, But I've learned over the years that. You don't necessarily have to uh, write a note and post it at the door, or you don't necessarily have to go on social media and embarrass them, or you don't have to yell at them, or whatever else. Sometimes talking to them,
1: yeah, actually having a conversation, yeah. yeah,
0: like a rational conversation. Because yeah. with that, those boys who uh, I found out later, one of them apparently went to school with Maddie and no had no idea. So Maddie knew exactly who they were, but I just had a conversation with them one night at like four in the morning. Yeah, and I the conversation was like this. I was like, guys, you know. I used to love to do what you're doing right now when I was 20-something, too. But my neighbor, neighbors never knew I did it. Yeah. We stayed in the basement, we went in the garage, and I go, you know, you're telling everybody around you that you guys are lightweights. And, and this guy was like, well, well, lightweights? I go, well, think about it. Like, you're throwing up on the front lawn, there's bottles all over the place. Like, the whole key to partying yeah. when your mom's gone is for your mom not to find out. Yeah. And they were actually really good about it. They were like, you know what?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I'm like okay. Yeah, I think about out at our place sometimes, and you know, uh, you know, I've got a, a bigger lot. My neighbors are yeah. a little further away, <laughs> and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think about your neighbors sometimes too. Well, right. Yeah. Um, because there'll be nights that you know you're sitting around the fire in the summertime, and next thing you know, you realize it's two o'clock, two thirty in the morning, yeah. and um, and laughter and, and, and conversation and jokes, really carries, right? At night. Yeah. And it does carry. And my neighbors on one side, well, they have air conditioning. Their doors are, or their windows are closed. The other neighbors, uh, they don't. They had they like fresh air. And we've talked. Have, to have them you about ever gotten
0: that. a complaint or have no? You and to we've
1: them? and we've talked to them uh, about it. And you know, especially you know with the wedding this past summer, yeah. they're like, no, no worries about it all. You guys, you know, go have fun. He, they were more worried about the noise from our air conditioning unit was going to bug them when ah. we put that in than than anything else. Now, having said that, I mean, they have you know get-togethers and you know might not be as late as ours, but there's something about. You know, what they have said, well, that's part of living out here. That's one of the reasons why we Hmm. all like to live out here is because we can do that. Um, But we often will let them know, you know, if we're having a, a get together
0: Yeah, I I think the other thing, too, I don't know how we got onto this, but what the heck. I think the other thing, too, is you have to be reasonable. Mm -hmm. And and not necessarily in terms of dealing with the neighborhood, but you have to be reasonable. Do you recall, I think it was on this show, but it goes back a few years, where we had a caller call in saying that she lived in an apartment and that... Oh, the smoke. There was smoke from, you know, a barbecue or a fire pit or something from the block over that wafted up to her. She didn't
1: think we should be having a...
0: And she thought it should be banned or whatever. Like, come on. We live in temps like this for such a great part of the year, that one of the joys of living in Edmonton is the ability to barbecue Mm -hmm. outside or have a fire pit or whatever. Uh, You know, come on, be reasonable. One
1: of the only complaints, or maybe not even so much complaints, but notifications, was uh, it was when our kid was having a party. Oh. (laughs) We were out of town.
0: (laughs) Uh-huh On that was, Twitter. That was during the Jamaica trip, wasn't it? Oh, that, was, was, that, a, a that was a different party? one. Okay. This one was a couple
1: of years ago, oh. and uh, I got a, a DM on uh, on Twitter saying, hey, do you know there's a big party going on at your house right now? I'm like, oh, my gosh. <sighs> Thanks, neighbor. Yeah. Well, apparently, some yeah. of you with your dog issues and neighbor issues. Oh. Ron says, worst neighbor called bylaw about my dog barking, but my dog wasn't at home, was at the park with me. This one says, My uncle in West Edmonton had issues with his next-door neighbor regarding his dog as well. He asked that all the droppings were picked up and disposed of properly. The guy would let his dog out all winter long, and he'd go over and do his thing at my uncle's place. Come springtime, my uncle picked up everything in a five-gallon pail and dumped it on his front doorstep. <laughs>
0: you know, I think I told the story at the time, but it was uh, during the summer, and I was just really, really uh, surprised by this guy. But I saw... A guy walking his dog, and you know, know, you—I guess I'm making a bit of a judgment here—but he looked like uh, a university professor, like uh, you know. So he's walking his dog uh, down my street, and the dog stops and Mm. does his business, Mm. and he quickly runs off with the dog. And I was watching it from my living room window, and I couldn't get out there in time to catch him. Right? So I, I, I ran out, and he was down the street. I'm like, I yelled, "Hey, hey!" and he was gone. And I thought, "Oh man, hey." So I walk back in my house again and about 10 minutes later, car pulls up and he gets out with a bag. Uh. So I walked out and I was looking at him and he he turns to me and he I don't know if he heard me yell to him or he saw me watch, he's like, "I know what you were thinking." but I was out of bags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he said, I just I just ran I home to get
1: bags. That is the worst when
0: you run out of bags. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no,
1: I have it, but I ran out. Of I know 12. I was,
0: well, next time yeah. I go if this is your regular route, just knock yeah. on my door. I'll give you a bag.
1: A Couple more last year at a local shopping center, I witnessed a dog owner allowing the dog to do his business in the parking lot, never picked it up. After he uh, put dog back in car and went into store, he came out to find poop on his windshield. Maybe he'll learn woo <laughs>
0: Oh, what? here's one. Our neighbors have had a bad habit of not... I just realized what you just mm-hmm. said. Uh, our neighbors have had a bad habit of not putting out their fire when they are done. Last summer, we woke <sighs> up at 2 a.m. to see the fire roaring, and everyone there at their house had gone to bed. Not a fan, says Adam in
1: Fort uh, Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, that's tricky. Make sure the fire's out.
0: For sure. Tricky business. Mm-hmm. 30 uh, seconds. I don't have enough time for these, but I, how about I give you a couple of headlines? Okay, sounds And then sounds between good. 3 and 4, we'll take a look. Uh, here's a headline from the big blue folder. Uh, Police arrest a thief who kept a Journal of Everything He Ever Stole, or this one. Uh, These are both in criminal uh, files. Son sets mother's house on fire uh, after argument over cheesies.
1: Okay, and I have one for you too, and I'm wondering if uh, your parents ever got involved with looking for love for you. Uh, (laughs) University is looking for a mom who's been prowling the campus looking for a date for her son. (laughs) Did your parents ever get involved with helping you look for love? My mom sure did. How'd you think I ended up with Coach? <laughs>
0: That's true. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.